please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Virginia Housing Development Authority. Hi, Kate. Hey there, Laura. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. You know what I've been pondering lately? What? Home inspections. Oh, yeah? Is there a reason for that? Because it's our topic today. Well, that's very fortuitous. (laughs) And and way to pretend, not pretend like we have this great surprising topic i mean you're diving straight in. i'm just like listen this is important we're going for it all right well and the reason we're going for it is because it seems like we get a lot of questions about the home inspection contingency how it works what's required how the deadlines work and so we thought we wanted to do an episode that really focuses on that and all things home inspections right so many questions so many thoughts and we'll have so many answers hopefully all the answers yes Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. It is. I mean, no? I don't know how you start in the middle. <laughs> That's true. Also, like, shout out to Sound of Music. Excellent film. Um, oh, I thought you were going to go with the choose your own adventure and jump around. <laughs> um, no, just like when you read, you begin with ABC. Yes, you do. <laughs> when you sing, you begin with. Oh, Laura's like, I don't know that song. <laughs> That's fine. No, I was the only one that obsessively watched that. That's cool. Well, no, I'm going to blame it on my deprived childhood where I lived <laughs> abroad and we had restricted access to a lot of... You were like, listen, I didn't need to watch uh, The Sound of Music. I was living it abroad and doing adventures. I actually was in Europe when that came See, out. So. there you go. Yeah. Um, Back to business. Yes. Uh, Home inspection period is the best place to start because that kind of is the beginning yeah it is uh on the form there is a blank for the buyer to select how many days they need for their inspections and during that period the buyer is allowed to have as many inspections as they like and while there's no requirement that the buyer inform the seller of what inspections they plan to have from a practical perspective it might be wise not only that's right not only will this help with coordinating when inspectors can have access to the property It also helps to set expectations. Which is really important. And so much of what you're doing as an agent is managing those expectations. Absolutely. Without a conversation, the seller may assume that only one inspector will be entering the property one time to do a general home inspection. So the form then continues that if the inspection, done within the inspection period, reveals need for further inspections as certified by an engineer, contractor, or home inspector then the purchaser shall notify the seller prior to the home inspection deadline, again, prior to the deadline, and the deadline is automatically extended for no more than five days. And that's five calendar days, not five business days. Important distinction. Very. Let's look really closely at that language. In order to get more time for subsequent home inspections, there needs to be something certified by an engineer, contractor, home inspector saying that there needs to be more inspections, not just that the buyer's decided to get more inspections done. Right. So any generic inspections, any inspections the buyer wants to get done 
to begin with, they need to do that in that first time frame. That initial period. Right. But let's say the home inspector says, look, I think there might be something wrong with the foundation. You need to get a structural engineer out here to look at this in more detail. That's what's going to kick in that extra five days. Right. So once all of the inspections are done and we're approaching the home inspection deadline, the buyer has two options. They can either terminate the contract or enter into negotiations with the seller. And again, this is a place where language and deadlines matter. So we're going to go into detail. Yes. Prior to the home inspection deadline, which again is the number of days after contract ratification that was filled in at the start of this paragraph, you select that number. If the buyer wants to negotiate, the buyer must provide an entire copy of the report or reports if you have more than one. Mm-hmm along with a written addendum listing the specific existing deficiencies of the property the buyer wants the seller to fix, along with the proposed remedies. So here's our first risk management tip. We need new music for that. Some kind of a... Some kind of a... Producer. Help us out. Take notes. So here is the first tip. Do not put C attached report on the written addendum. I think that's your favorite thing that people do, Laura. Oh, man. <laughs> Kate has sat through too many classes and hotline calls where I've gone on and on and on about this. And that's If be- you want to drive Laura mad. That and TBD. Ask her about this. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason for that is if you don't list the specific existing deficiencies that the buyer wants the seller to fix or the proposed remedies on that form, then they can just say, okay, I did see the attached report done and saw it check read it done and so um and oftentimes the report simply notes the deficiencies and it doesn't address how they should be fixed which is why that is really really important on that form the best practice would be to list all of the deficiencies the buyer wants fixed even if they're listed in the report but if you're not going to do that you should say see deficiencies noted in the report and then add something about the proposed remedies And the reason the form talks about proposed remedies is because sometimes the buyer would prefer the seller provide money rather than repair the issues. Or it's possible that the buyer wants an issue repaired in a very specific way when there are multiple ways to fix a problem. Absolutely. And alternatively, if the buyer wants to terminate the contract, he or she can do that by sending written evidence that the inspection was performed and a notice terminating the contract. If the seller requests a copy of the entire inspection report, the buyer must provide. And please remember that you want to terminate the contract, and that means you need to provide a notice of termination, not just a release. If you send a release of contract without a termination notice, the seller does not need to sign it. You're just asking to be let out, not saying, I'm terminating the contract. Now, I want to reiterate something I said just a minute ago. In order to keep the home inspection contingency, the buyer needs to complete the inspections and provide the required documents before, before, right? Not after. Not after the home inspection deadline. This means that unless you have an awesome home inspector that will get you a full report the same day as the home inspection, if your clients want to negotiate, they need to uh, schedule that home inspection a couple of days before the deadline. So that deadline is to provide the documents to the seller, not to complete the inspection itself. 
really important distinction. It is. And if the buyer fails to do the inspection and send the necessary paperwork before the deadline, the contingency expires and the contract moves forward without a home inspection contingency. Oof. Yes. So the deadlines and the correct paperwork are super important. Super, super. Now that we've figured that out, let's move on to what happens if the buyer decides to try to negotiate with the seller. This part of the home inspection contingency is a lot easier. The parties have a set number of days to try and reach an agreement. If they reach an agreement, the parties sign a removal addendum and the contract moves forward. But if they don't reach an agreement, the buyer gets one more chance to decide what they want to do. The purchaser can either terminate the contract within a set number of days after the negotiation period ends, or they can move forward with the contract and take the property as is. I kind of feel like this is one of those old uh, game shows. Do you want behind what's behind door one or two? Are you sure you really, really want door one? What if I offer you door three? That's <laughs> kind of what it feels like at times. That's a really, yes, that's a great analogy. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the home inspection removal agreement. The form is really pretty straightforward. It's got some basic information about the transaction, the parties, the property address, things like that. And then it has a lot of blank lines or just a big blank space to fill in the specific deficiencies and what the proposed remedies are. One thing to note is that the form defaults to all repairs being performed by a qualified contractor or professional proficient to do that type of work required. It also requires receipts or other written proof that the repairs have been done, which must be provided to the buyer's final walkthrough. So unless you're seller is a qualified contractor or a professional proficient to do the work they need to hire somebody else to do it right should not just be handyman handyman yeah handyman homeowner doing the work there we go there it is (laughs) handyman homeowner unless unless the parties agree to it they can negotiate that and agree to it in the addendum absolutely we now break for our sponsor VHDA works with realtors all over Virginia to offer down payment grants and loans for first-time home buyers. Find the right solution for your client and locate a VHDA-approved lender near you. Just visit vhda.com. Take it to the legal hotline. All right, Kate. Can a seller prevent a buyer from having a mold inspection? Unless the seller has put limitations or restrictions on what inspections the buyer can do during the home inspection contingency period, then no, a seller cannot. The home inspection contingency language specifically says that the buyer can do any inspections he or she wants during that period. Laura. Yes. Can the seller prohibit certain inspectors from entering the property? My seller has had a really bad experience with one home inspector and really doesn't want this person in their house. So this is something that the parties can negotiate. If the seller wants to restrict access to certain people, including home inspectors, that should be included in the contract during the negotiation stage. Once you have a ratified contract that doesn't specifically exclude a particular home inspector, the seller doesn't really have the power to stop the buyer from using that home inspector at this point. So if your seller wants to to limit that access, then that's something that they need to talk to you and you need to negotiate up front. All right, Kate, when exactly does the negotiation period start? 
So let's give an example here. If the home inspection is done on day two, the buyer receives the report on day five, the buyer sends the report in addendum on day eight, and the contingency period says it goes for 10 days, what do we calculate from? Two, five, eight, or 10? I was told there'd be no math. <laughs> well, there's no math here. <laughs> Um, the language for the negotiation period says, in the event of A1 above, the party shall have blank days after purchaser's delivery of removal addendum. So in this case, the negotiation period would run from day eight, the day that the buyer sent the report and addendum. See? No math. A lot of numbers, though. Yes. <laughs> if a contract falls through because of a home inspection, can the seller give a copy of the report to the next person to write an offer? You want to be very careful here. So the first buyer paid for the report, and that means it belongs to them. Without the buyer and possibly even the inspector's permission, the seller could get in hot water for providing the report to subsequent buyers. They don't own it. They don't really have any rights to it. All right, Kate, that leads us to our next frequent question. But doesn't the seller have to disclose everything that's in the home inspection report? I mean, it contains defects after all. This is a common, very common misconception. If you thought that, you are not alone. Not at all. In Virginia, the seller has very limited disclosure requirements. Remember, we're a caveat emptor um, state, Commonwealth technically. It's the Residential Property Disclosure Act plus a few affirmative disclosures, lead-based paint, noise accident potential zone, defective drywall, meth manufacturer, and pending building or zoning violations. Real estate licensees, on the other hand, must disclose material adverse facts pertaining to the physical condition of the property of which they are actually aware. While you may learn about things you have to disclose in a home inspection report, every item listed in the home inspection report isn't necessarily a material adverse fact. True. All right, Kate, let's talk about some ways that they can, our members can limit their risk. Pay careful attention to the deadlines and what must be sent when. If you won't have everything you need from the inspectors by the deadline, negotiate for an extension. When negotiating a removal addendum, be specific in the deficiencies and the requested remedies. Make sure the seller either negotiates to do the repairs themselves or hires a professional to do the agreed upon repairs. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the form member section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. 
This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2019. This podcast features a song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.